Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast and that's podcast. Hello, my name is Jacob Stella. In episode one, we discussed the breakdown of Dramageddon or Carmageddon as people are calling it. And um, we're going to do something a little bit different today. We're going to be talking about plastic surgery and cosmetic procedures. This is a very, very taboo subject, but I really want to get down into it. But before I do, I just want to say a huge thank you to all of you for all of your amazing feedback from episode one. Um, I am just really, really excited to keep on creating episodes for you guys. This is honestly so much fun for me. And um, I feel as though we can connect on a more personal level, which I really, really like as well. So um, if you haven't checked out episode one, be sure to do so. And also I want to thank the sponsor for today's video, which is literally no one. It's just my lash line. Um, I'm just going to plug my lash line shamelessly right now. If you guys have not checked out Bekay Beauty, it's just Jacob backwards and then beauty. We have vegan cruelty-free foam ink lashes that suit all eye shapes. They are completely synthetic. You guys can use them up to 20 times each, which is absolutely amazing. And they retail for about 12 bucks each. So if you guys haven't checked them out, then I definitely recommend that you do so. I'm super excited because I have just also locked in some very special guests that you guys all know and love. Um, for some future episodes. However, because as of today, we are currently in lockdown um, here in Melbourne in Victoria for another six weeks. That's probably not going to happen for a little while. But getting onto the topic of plastic surgery and cosmetic procedures, I've been wanting to talk about this for quite a while because I feel as though uh, cosmetic procedures and, and, and anything to do with nothing that's medical has always been very taboo and very sensitive. Um, but the reason I wanted to talk about it is because I feel as though I have a different viewpoint about them in comparison to maybe the average person. And I think the reason why it's such a taboo and sensitive subject is because, I, well, at least I know for me, I come from a very conservative, well, I think anyway, relatively conservative Italian upbringing um, where any body modification of any kind is seen as bad for some reason. I don't really understand why. Piercings and tattoos are a complete no um, and I think that's because it goes back to that old school kind of mentality where if you have tattoos, it means that you're in prison. And I know that this is completely the opposite from the truth, but my grandparents, especially, they believe that if you have tattoos, you've made bad decisions. You didn't come from a good family or have a good upbringing, like that kind of thing. I know it's so stupid and so twisted, but that's literally what they think. And so that's why I was so surprised when I told my parents that I wanted to get a hair transplant, that they were so supportive. I know that I was going to address this in like episode three or four, but I thought I'll just kind of <laughs> give you guys the update now. Yes, I'm currently recovering from a hair transplant. I have an entire video vlog style coming up from start to finish. Um, but I feel as though maybe I should start this episode by just talking about what I've had done. When I was 15 to now, I'm 23. So over the last eight years or so, um, I've had facials and extractions for my cystic acne. I've had Botox twice, lip fillers once, composite bonding, um, aka composite veneers, like on my uh, two teeth on either side of my two front teeth, if that makes sense. So I currently have four composite veneers um, and most recently, hair transplant surgery. So I kind of want to talk a little bit to you guys about the procedures I've had done and break down the stigma of cosmetic work because I feel as though it's very looked down upon still in society. I don't really, like, I'm kind of in two minds about it myself. So in terms of my hair transplant, I went for my first consultation in February this year and I had my procedure done in mid-June. So we are currently, today is three weeks post-op that I am currently filming this and you guys will see this video. It's I'm super freaking proud of it. I actually just finished editing it maybe a couple of days before I started my podcast and I'm just honestly so happy and proud of this video. It's probably one of the best videos I've ever created um, and you guys will see that a little bit later because it's not just done 
just yet, but getting very, very close to. And it is vlog style. And I kind of feel as though I'm slowly kind of going more into lifestyle rather than just beauty content. But I mean, like I digress anyway. Botox is when you inject a muscle relaxant like Botox or Dysport to an area of the face or body. So people get it in like the armpits or in their hands if they have like excess sweating, because what it does is Botox temporarily stops like slash paralyzes that muscle from contracting or working, um, which obviously prevents the movement of that muscle that can cause wrinkles if you're getting it done in your face. Fillers are different and I'll touch on that a little bit later. I got Botox in my forehead, my frown lines in between my eyebrows and my crow's feet around my eyes, which yes, I'm 23 and I do have crow's feet. And I got it done because I have very, very, very expressive eyebrows and facial expressions. And when I'm at an event wearing a full face of makeup, it doesn't look good. Like, I'm just going to be 100% real. I got it done to kind of help you smoothen everything out. And it definitely did that. So if you guys see people with like huge lips, like it's not like, oh, she got Botox in her lips. Like, no, because that would literally mean that she cannot move her lips. Like it's filler. That's something completely different, as I said earlier. Whenever I've told people in the past that I had Botox done, which is literally almost never, but if it ever comes up in conversation, I'm always met with kind of automatically just saying, oh my God, really? What? You've had Botox? Botox, why'd you get that done? You don't need it. Like what? And it wasn't until I was listening to Kat and Haley's podcast years ago. I think it was Kat that said that people who are interested will say, oh, no way. Show me like, where did you do it? Blah, blah, blah. And people who are judgmental will say like, why? You don't need it. Well, why'd you get that done? Like they will be the ones that are more in shock. For some reason, plastic surgery and cosmetic procedures have always been a super taboo subject in the media, Um, especially around the time where Kylie Jenner got her lips done and that kind of thing. Like so many people just didn't know. People were losing their fucking minds and I don't understand why, but... I think it kind of feeds back to that old school mentality that I was talking about earlier, that it's only for celebrities and it's only for people who have so much money in the world that they don't know where to spend it. So they kind of just fix themselves or they're in the public eye. Like we create more excuses for celebrities getting it done than we do for the average person. Um, And I think nowadays, especially everyone has a platform. Like as soon as you hit 5,000 or 10,000 or even a thousand followers on Instagram, so you're seen as a public figure to some extent, whether it's, you know, only five people that may recognize you when you're out and about, or it's 5,000 people. At the end of the day, everyone these days has the same platform that any celebrity has. Because 20 years ago, the difference between a model or a celebrity and the average person was a magazine cover, a music video, a blockbuster movie, a runway in Paris Fashion Week, It was that kind of thing. But now we have social media, which is easily accessible at everyone's fingertips and and everyone's profile looks the exact same. Like for example, if you go on my profile and that's Jacob or even my podcast profile, right? And that's podcast. Make sure you guys follow me. Um, It is the exact same layout as Kylie Jenner's, Ariana Grande's, Maluma's. Like it, it is the exact same layout. The only difference is the posts. And the numbers, whether you are a school teacher or you are a librarian or you are Kylie freaking Jenner herself, it is all the same. And now I think slowly we are starting to navigate out of that old school mentality, but I feel as though that is what has created the stigma surrounding cosmetic surgery. Um, I feel as though that old school mentality has made people kind of come to the decision that that regular people who aren't celebrities that get things done are either super vain and self-obsessed or super insecure because they're spending money on how they look rather than um, maybe the average person just thinking about buying a new car or a new house, that kind of thing, when it's essentially 
self-investment. I feel as though recently um, in the media, fillers and Botox and injectables in general have become all the rage. As in like Kylie Jenner, when she got her lips done, Khloe Kardashian, the list goes on. Almost every single person has had something done at this point. Like I said, I'm in two minds about it. I can kind of understand why people are getting things done. As I said earlier, I mentioned all those reasons, but I also feel as though people don't need to. Like, The one thing that I don't want people to take from this is that you need to get anything done because you don't. No one needs to get anything done. No one needs any of this. And frankly, people shouldn't even want any of this. It's just become more normalized now. Okay, going back to the Botox and fillers thing. The difference between Botox and fillers is that fillers add volume and Botox freezes. Fillers are usually made up from hyaluronic acid um, and they are not permanent. They are temporary and so is Botox. It's completely temporary. Botox lasted me about three months, I think, and fillers lasted me around the same time because um, at the time I was quite active. My metabolism was chewing through all of the products. So it didn't really last that long and I didn't get it done again after that. I was like, fuck that. And what hyaluronic acid is, it is a, um, it's like an, it's like a chemical that's already found in our skin. And essentially it holds up to a thousand times its weight in water. So it's great for bringing water to the surface of the skin. It's in a lot of skincare and it's already found naturally in our skin as well, which is why our body breaks it down. Now you can get silicone injections, but they are permanent and they can be very, 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 very high risk and catastrophic, honestly. Like like if something goes wrong and you have to get them taken out or you have to dissolve them, that doctors have said in the past that it's like separating water and sand. So in saying that, I feel as though society and the media have given plastic surgery a negative stigma, which I find interesting because when I told people that I was getting my hairline reconstructed, right? The people making those comments that I mentioned earlier, like, why are you doing that? You don't need it. Everything's fine. You're fine. Blah, blah, blah. They were the same people who have invested five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 into dentistry, Right which is way more invasive. It costs so much more than getting like a few pricks of a needle for Botox or filler. And for some reason, there seems to be more stigma with Botox, which doesn't even really change the way that your face looks in comparison to getting, you know, $10,000, $15,000 worth of dental work done. And I received comments like, you didn't need it. You were fine before. Nothing's wrong with you. I don't know why you do that. How did you do that? Like, but the thing is, these people are forgetting that they've had eight teeth ripped out, jaw expanders, jaw surgery. They've gone under many, 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 many times just so they can get a straight white smile, right? Here's the thing with teeth, because I truly do believe that teeth and getting and getting any dentistry done for that matter is some form of cosmetic work, right? Here's the thing. In, with, in society, if you haven't fixed your teeth by, let's say, age 20, 25, you're seen as a poor fucking bitch who doesn't care about their appearance. And if you get it done before, then that's more socially acceptable. You could be 14 sitting there with braces, getting them tied in every six weeks, which is painful as fuck. I would not know because I haven't had braces, but my brother has. And I remember the pain that he used to go through with them. And for some reason, getting a ton of dental work done on a 14 year old is more socially acceptable than a 25 or a 30 year old getting a, a, a rhinoplasty or a nose job to fix an, a long-term insecurity of theirs. When, to be honest, it wasn't the child's insecurity in the first place. Haley mentioned in Kat and Haley's podcast, if you, haven't got, if you guys haven't seen it, you should definitely go and watch it. It's such a good episode. Haley mentions if you're in school and you're a kid and you have braces, 
or even if you have glasses on, you are absolutely ridiculed on a daily basis. So kids kind of don't want to go through that. Kids already don't have in their mind that there's something wrong with them. It's the parents' insecurity that manifests onto that child and then they end up getting their teeth fixed by the age of, say, 14. I don't know if any of that made any sense at all, but I hope it did. So it seems as if you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Like, if you care you care too much. And if you don't care, you're a slob and you don't give a shit at all. Like it just, you just, you really, you really can't win. And I don't understand that. Um, and here's the thing with fillers and Botox because people are going overboard with fillers and Botox, people automatically assume that anyone who's had filler or Botox has had everything else done. Like it's that mentality of, oh, they've had their lips done. Okay. What else have they had done? They've had, they must've had this done. They must've had that done. Da, 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 da. But the thing is, If you spend $2,000, right, on skincare that claims to lift and brighten and invigorate skin, et cetera, et cetera, in order to get the look of lifting and tightening, you know, less wrinkles, blah, 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 that can't be done topically. That needs to be done through an injection or through surgery. So for me, I would much rather pay $250 to $500, $600, whatever it is, and go and get a few pricks of a needle to get the desired appearance that I'm after in a matter of minutes, rather than spending four, five, six times that amount and not getting any result at all because it's all bullshit marketing. That's what I believe personally. Um, And whether people want to believe it or not, I, I honestly, I feel as though when you get a spray tan, your tattoos, piercings, brows waxed, hair cut, hair dyed, nails done, lashes extended, makeup done, brows microbladed, lips tattooed, ears pinned back, moles removed for cosmetic reasons. I feel as though it's all one and the same as getting anything else done. But for some reason, as soon as you say, oh, I had a few pricks of a needle, it kind of goes into the territory of, oh, they've done too much. And really, you get a prick of a needle every year for the flu shot. Just think about that for a minute. So from what I've gathered, the average person sees external procedures and more, uh, I guess, quote unquote, invasive procedures like Botox and filler. They see it as more of a drastic measure to take. And I feel like that's where it feeds that narrative of that that person's self-obsessed, super insecure, blah, 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 blah. But if you are someone who has had any of the previously mentioned things done or, you know, eight teeth ripped out, jaw expanders, jaw surgery, braces, Invisalign, teeth whitening, composite bonding over a chipped tooth, um, shave your legs even... I don't feel as though anyone who has had that done or can, or does these things has any kind of leg to stand on in terms of judging others who have had other things done. I am uh, somewhat in the public eye, right? I don't think I'm famous or a fucking celebrity at all. I just think I'm a normal fucking human being. But to an extent, I believe that I have a responsibility to look as best as I can because for my line of work, I am on camera quite a lot. And I'm quite an open book. Like if anyone ever asks me questions about it, I'm always open and honest about everything that I've ever done. I'm answering questions about the pain threshold and all that stuff. But here's the thing. I honestly think that when you shave your legs and you cut yourself, that is way more fucking invasive than getting three pricks of a needle to your forehead and then not having to worry about your foundation looking shitty ever again. Well, for the next three months, four months. Does that make sense? I don't know. And I want to know what you guys are thinking about this because it's a very taboo subject. It's very, people are either very here or there with it. Like people are either for it or against it completely. Now on the flip side to plastic surgery or whatever you're getting done, I feel as though there is a limit to some extent. 
I believe that if you are insecure about something, you should have the power to change it. But I don't feel like changing it is going to fix the insecurity. Because, okay, here's the thing. And this is what I mentioned in my um, in my vlog about my hair transplant journey coming up. I said, I said in the video, I can actually understand now how these procedures and these things can become addictive. Because now that I have had some form of cosmetic work done, I can actually see how easy it is to fall into because when you are already in the mindset that you want to fix something about yourself, you are still in that mindset after you get it fixed. Example, it was like my hairline, my forehead, right? Instead of thinking about that, I found myself looking at the rest of my face thinking, oh, okay, wait, okay, so that's fixed. Well, what else, what else can we fix? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And it's like, that's not how it should be. Now I've like completely snapped out of that. I really don't give a fuck. I don't want to change anything else about my face, but I can see how people kind of start going down the line of, okay, I want my boobs done. I want my boobs lifted. I want my ass done, BBL. I want lipo in my arms, lipo in my legs. I want my calves skinnier. I want my, I want my tummy tucked. And I think because doctors are really good at making you feel so comfortable now, that's why it's an addictive thing. And because you kind of just lay on your back and it's fixed for you, you wake up and it's gorge. I think that's why people, they go too far with surgeries. So to some extent, I feel as though getting, like I said earlier, the little nip and tuck here and there, fair enough, go for it, go for your life. But if you want to change, and I've met people like this, if you want to change almost every single aspect of how you look, because you think you are ugly, or you think that you are not beautiful because you have that that one feature or two features that you don't like, there is a much bigger battle that you are fighting. And I think people need to know this before they go into a clinic to get their face done. Like whether it's cheek filler, jaw filler, nose filler, chin filler, your brows lifted, fucking whatever it is. And now there's like these PDO threads that people are getting done, which is, I think is actually really interesting. It's like the Bella Hadid and Kendall Jenner straight brow kind of, kind of look. I think it's really interesting when you see people people's before and afters because um kylie jenner right you look at photos before and after now some of these before and afters are so fucking dodgy okay people put like photos of when she was 13 14 compared to when she's 22 like puberty happens guys okay you need to find the actual proper before and afters when they were already established adults i just want to put that out there but i feel as though when you look at these before and afters and you see how drastic of a difference they have made to themselves it kind of makes you wonder why in the first place they were lacking that self-esteem as it is. Because with my hairline, I never thought I was ugly because I didn't have a lower forehead. It was something that I wanted done. It was something that I was like, yep, I am insecure about this. I wish it was like, I wish I didn't have to, you know, deal with this when I'm at photo shoots or looking, you know, looking at film back. And so I got it done. Why did I want to change it in the first place? Was it because I was insecure about it? Or was it because I thought I had to do that to feel beautiful? Thing is going into the surgery, I didn't expect it to change my life. I hoped it did. I feel like when anyone gets anything done, you're like hoping it's your saving grace, but it's not. I feel as though in conclusion to this episode, I feel as though we kind of really need to learn how to love ourselves because like, cause surgery and these things that are becoming more and more mainstream, they are not always the answer. And I feel like people forget that sometimes because fillers and Botox and these other procedures, veneers, dental work, that kind of thing, because it's so easily accessible now, people think that that is the answer and it's not all the time. 
So I really do want to hear what you guys have to say about this, about this topic. Um, I really want to know whether you believe that old school mentality is true or if you think people are just going too overboard these days, um, I'm kind of on the fence about it. I, I'm for it, but I'm not like super pro, like change your entire fucking face kind of vibes. You know what I mean? Like if you want to change the way that you look, then you're fighting something bigger. I'm just going to be honest. As I said, I want to hear from you guys. Have you guys had anything done? Would you get anything done? Um, do you feel as though now that this is such a mainstream topic and, and, and conversation, do you think that it has opened the gateway into people getting too addicted and too overdone. It's a very, very personal and touchy subject, but I do want to hear what you guys have to think. Do you guys think that celebrities like Kylie Jenner and the Kardashians, do you think that they have actually normalized this? Do you think that it's good that it's normalized now? Do you think that people should just accept the way that they are and move the fuck on? Because that's literally what my entire family believes. <laughs> Um, yeah, I really want to hear from you guys. Be sure to follow me on my, and that's podcast Instagram. Hit me up on Twitter at, and that's Jacob. I think it's just an interesting subject because it's very open-ended and everyone has an opinion about everything. So I definitely want to hear what you guys have to say. Be sure to check out my lash line as well, guys, if you are interested, bigheybeauty.com and I will see you all in the next one. Bye.